Welcome back to the Park Hoppers Radio. I'm your host, Austin, joined here by my good friend from across the country, Jackson. Owen's going to join us later, but Jackson, what's up? What's up? Oh, you know, beautiful day here in Michigan, and I hear you have some beautiful weather in California right now. So. It's pretty <laughs> rainy and gloomy here in California, so. Very snowy. Uh, I've got stuck in snow and ice three times in my FedEx truck this week and hit one basketball hoop. So great stat line for Austin. Um, it, yeah, I just hit a patch of ice and just slid back into their basketball hoop. Oh, it didn't man. break. It literally just like, it was one of those ones where you just like fold it up, like one of those cheap ones. So it mm-hmm. didn't break, but it was just like so much ice everywhere. It's just yeah. crazy. Uh, but this is season three, obviously, guys. We recorded a video last week with Dylan and Kyle from We the Coasters. Uh, so you guys have listened to that, talking about our favorite video games for theme parks. And then this week, we're talking about our 2024 editions. So it's our 2024 attractions preview. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about th- this year is not going to be the most amazing year, but I'm labeling it the year of the family coaster. <laughs> yeah. So Extreme Thrills, I think that's his name on youtube posted a video yesterday called the era of family coasters so it's kind of funny uh, a lot of it uh, but we're gonna talk about my trip report from air force one really quick and then lost island teasing some new stuff so that's coming up in clifton coming up now okay so i went to air force one again obviously i was in atlanta for a christian conference which was a really good time got to see some good christian nice. artists good preaching um overall it's a good time uh, but I did ride Air Force One. I did pay $60 just for the Uber there. Uh, $40 back, but $20 there. So it's weird um, mm-hmm. because it's in Fayetteville and it's kind of in the middle of nowhere off a highway. Uh, but yep. I did ride it 11 times. Um, I want to nice. give a shout out to Coaster Fit, uh, new like new influencer in the, in the space, I would say. Uh, so he's like... His thing is he's like bridging the gap between fitness and coasters. So I think it's really cool what he's doing. So if you guys want to check him out, some fitness motivation, but also some cool like on-ride POVs and stuff, definitely check him out. Coaster Fit, he's a good dude. Um, I got a POV with him, which was, it was really cool being, nice. I haven't done any POVs like that before. So it was really fun. Yeah. Um, but it was running good. Honestly, that thing is flying in the wintertime and it was like 20 degrees and it's still flying. Um, so I compare that <laughs> ride in the winter to like twisted timbers in when i did the winter fest in february okay, okay. that's i i'm not like obviously they're not running at full speed but at the same time the elements are still hitting like really good yeah um surprisingly i don't know why the elements like okay so the zero g stall with it running a tad bit slower i felt the zero g stall a bit more in terms of like being flown out of my seat so i did a hang time on that yeah the hang time was there a little bit more and i like i said in the when we went on it the first time with me and owen that it was kind of underwhelming on the zero g stall but Mm -hmm. man i don't know something about the winter time is like i guess it i guess it hits more um but it was good um everything else was closed it was a week it was a weekday um so we did some arcade stuff they gave us like ten dollars in arcade credits so we just did those um i got a little airy force one pin uh we got a corn dog there and that's that's about it because everybody knows there's nothing else at that park yeah uh, so also i want to say on tiktok this is funny enough i posted a video saying whatever theme park comments i will visit them in 2024 and i was like okay maybe this video is gonna go big maybe it's not so i got late compounds said we'll see you oh. this year 
Mall, right. of Amer- Mall of America, which I'm friends with, which we've DM back and forth. Says, See Is that the soon. one in Minnesota or in Jersey? Minnesota, yeah. Okay. And then okay. Bush Gardens Tampa said first. And then the oh last name park to comment was Worlds of Fun says, We'll catch you on US today, USA Today's fifth best new theme park attraction, which I, I get where they're coming from with the comment, but like, did you have to add fifth best new attraction? Yeah, right. <laughs> I would have just said, like, come check out our new attraction, like Twist or whatever, uh, Zambezi Zinger. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, I guess I got to go visit them this year. Uh, speaking of parks that well, they didn't comment, Lost Island is teasing a new roller coaster. Kind of. I, you yeah. saw this, right? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. So something hot is coming. So it's coming to the, the Mira Fire Clan or whatever it is. I did. We did go last year. Um the video slash like post like I guess people are pulling out an RMC Raptor or an RMC wild family moose? wild moose. I don't know like in terms of like why they're teasing both. I don't think that this park is definitely not getting a. I don't think they're getting a raptor. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they're gonna get that. But like, I can see I, a wild moose. I th- I can see a wild moose because like what that's gonna be. A wild moose. I'm I'm guessing it's their family model. Maybe less than five million. Maybe yeah. five million or less. And that park definitely doesn't have the money to spend on a new ride. Probably not uh, yet, but maybe soon. not yet. Or what some people were saying was it's maybe a maybe a package deal. Like maybe they buy it. Like hey, we're gonna build two coasters, but like we're reserving it. So like we'll build the wild moose, and then mm-hmm. in five years we're gonna build the other one. I don't know. Yep. I think the Wild Moose honestly would be a very perfect addition for this park. Yeah. Because you got Okay, so you got the launch coaster in Matagani. Mm-hmm. And then you have the SLC Headbanger, which sucks. Uh, I mean, I love the park, but that ride sucks. And then you oh. just have a family roller coaster. So, oh, you have a little kids roller coaster. So, yeah, bridge the, the gap between worm. both. And the most common complaint that I talked to with the locals there was there's not a family coaster. Yeah. Because all of them are 54 height and requirement above. So you get somebody with 42 inch requirement or 44 inch. I think that's perfect for them. And plus RMC, they're theming stuff with fire in the hole. I think they could not fully theme this ride, but I think they could add some good theming to this. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what they do. Maybe I'll get in contact with the Lost Island team and see if we can get, I don't know, maybe some exclusive hints. I don't know. Maybe. Um, Anyways. Owen's going to join us later. We're going to talk about the 2024 attractions coming up. Um, anything else going on? I mean, I know you haven't had a lot of days at work because you work at Discovery Kingdom yeah. with the weather, but anything new at the park? Um, Not really anything new at Discovery Kingdom, really. It's just we're getting out of the holiday season. We're getting back into normal weekend operations. Um, So in terms of yeah. like, yeah, in terms of the park itself, not much is going on. Um, so yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah, and then uh, you got your wait, you got another certification for uh, operating the rides, right? Yeah, so um, I think last at our week, park, we do we do what are called annual research, uh, so we get recertified for rides every year, uh, to like keep yeah. our memory of like the rides and stuff, like the so that we're able to operate them. Um, so I got I got recertified for a few stuff and then I added in like a few other like kids attractions. So like not the roller coasters, oh, but, like okay. the flat rides at the park. So I got a few of those. So that's cool. Oh, nice. 
Well, let's get into the 2024 additions this year. Like I said, this year, I don't think it's the strongest year for the theme park community, but I think it's also pretty interesting year they got a lot of family stuff coming um but let's talk about it so starting out i think let's talk about the two twins in the group good gravy and snoopy soapbox racers um good gravy is coming to holiday world and then snoopy is coming to king's island um the king's island one is going to be right next because you went to the park so you know the park too yeah Uh, it's gonna be right next to flying ace aerial chase and they're repainting flying ace um which i think it definitely We'll we'll be good with the it's repaint. It's a nice addition, yeah. Yeah, and the repaint's going to be nice. It's not going to be that color it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Snoopy Soapbox Racers is going to be a little bit themed with Snoopy, and uh, it's um, this is Vacoma, right? Yep. Yeah, so this is the Vacoma, and then it's going to have you know obviously you're going to go through the thing twice because it's obviously the spike. Um, yep. I I saw a lot of people talking about like this edition's like oh it's not going to be good. Uh, Kings Island doesn't need this, guys. King's Island, I think they're aiming for that best kids park award, honestly. Yeah, that's, that's what <clears throat> or the kids area. It. I mean, that that kids area over there. I mean, I don't spend a lot of time over there. Mine is Boo Blasters, but it's a really dang good area. Yep. Um, I mean, they got the the pipe, the the half pipe one over there. They got three kids coasters over there, which mm-hmm. one is like really really kids coaster. Yeah. Um, and they have the the log ride. I mean, that area is complete. It may not be the best themed because obviously, you know, Dollywood has a really well themed kids area, but I think this is a perfect addition for the park. And yes, yes, everybody wants something in the Vortex plot of land. Everybody wants something over in Son of Beast plot of land. We're, we're going to get it. It's just yep. all these parks like COVID. Obviously, it's still in the world, but COVID, the COVID era of the theme parks is over and I think they're they're slowly catching up. Is this whole family wave of coasters is just starting? I mean, we saw the how good Haggard's was. Obviously, this started back in like Haggard's what 2017, I think. Uh, 2017 or no, it's 2019. 2019, yeah, 2019, and then you slow, and then then we got um, Dollywood opening up there. So we have all these family straddle coasters opening up the Bush parks. I mean, it's going to be a big wave across, and then Vacoma. I mean, Vacoma's, they're going to be wiping the slate clean with stuff. I mean, they're coming, mm-hmm. I think, in 2025, they're going to even have even more. So, and then yep. Holiday World is adding Good Gravy, which I think this is the better twin edition, uh, yeah. just because it's themed to to gravy and gravy boats. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this is good. I, I'm, I'm going to go back to Holiday World this year if I can. Um but this is like a thing that the locals were talking about when I was there with them was in line was there's no family rides there at all. Mm-hmm. So um, I know you'll you'll probably one day try to get at the holiday world. It's like yeah. in Indiana, but there's no family rides there. It's just the three woodies. Yeah, the three well, no, four woodies, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. wait. It's yeah. Uh, Legend, Raven yeah. and Voyage. Yeah, okay, so we got three Woodies, and then we got... Thunderbird. Thunderbird. So we got the one steel. So what's in between for the kids? Nothing. How, uh, like how, There's Howler, which Howler. is like a small one, yeah. Yeah, so this I think this is a great addition for the park. Um, I just hope that they add some foliage around this or something, because the way that I think where they're going to put it was over by the old Giraffica area. Mm-hmm. I just hope that they add some theming over it. I don't know. I think it's going to be good though for them. I'm I'm happy that Holiday World's finally getting another edition. Um, 
we'll just we'll do knock out all the family rides first, I guess. Yeah. Um, Bush Gardens Tampa is adding Phoenix Rising, mm-hmm. which is probably the most extreme family out of all the rides. But um, what do you think about this one? This is BNM Invert coming. Um, I know we both saw what the layout kind of will look like. What do you think? Yeah. So I remember I talked about this with June on our California podcast we yeah. did. Um, I'll kind of repeat my thoughts again. I think it's a great addition for the park. Um, but at first, I think it's just a little redundant because they already have a B&M invert with Monsu there. Yeah. Um, but I think it's still going to be like a great addition. Like it's a yeah. great family coaster. I think it's a pretty good replacement for Sand Serpent. Um, but I wish the park could have done like another option from like Vacoma or Intamin as a family ride. Yeah, I would have liked the the problem with Bush Gardens Tampa is I was thinking about what could they add. Okay, mm-hmm. they add a multi-launch family coaster. Well, guess what? You already have Cheetah Hunt. Uh let's add a spinning coaster, family coaster like that. Nah, we already have Cobra's Curse. It, it's the park has so many like holes that are already filled that I don't mm-hmm. even know because if you add something like Big Bear Mountain, everyone's just going to say, "Well, I like Cheetah Hunt better." Mm-hmm. so i don't know i'm i i think this is a little bit redundant for them too um either way it's going to be a great step up for the kids like you go from you know these kids coasters then you then you're like okay hey like you got co- i mean you got um uh kumba you got all the other ones but hey this is the like this is the middle of the line for these kids i think it's gonna be interesting there's no inversions right mm-hmm yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's gonna be smooth though. I mean, I trust B and M. B and M is the most consistent manufacturer. They don't take risks. Um, I think parks in general. Uh, I think parks are done making risks. I, I mean, Cedar Fair is not taking risks anymore. They're not building these Intimidator three hundred five type roller coasters. They're building family tried and true B and M models. Mm-hmm. Um, my, uh, we'll talk about a few coming up that are, but I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, Penguin Trek at SeaWorld Orlando, saying that same state is another B and M multi launch, three launches. Yeah. Um, this is the one that I'm like, okay, I get SeaWorld adding a lot of coasters, but like, can we stop? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know because we got a B and M, uh, the year before in Pipeline, uh-huh. but that's that's for kids that are above 54 height inch requirement. I don't know Penguin Trek. I just think it's gonna be the probably the most meh out of the whole year yeah i don't know if they add some good theming with it uh, it's just hard because like i i, I like i like seeing them add being the coaster capital of sea or orlando but like mm-hmm. this isn't really any like meaningful additions they've had this is this and, and then i you know everybody knows my opinion on icebreaker <laughs> i don't like icebreaker all, all right. i ask for this one is if you're doing a multi-launch i want some good theming to go along with it i think it's in the penguin exhibit so yeah. that's that, that'd be nice because yeah. I heard like um, the one at Bush Gardens Williamsburg, I heard that was a big disappointment. Uh, is that Dark Coaster? Dark Coaster. I just heard that like okay. the theming wasn't really like there. The I mean the elements. I mean they just said they didn't add a lot inside. It was just more of like a family straddle coaster in the dark. Yeah. So, anyways, then we got. Uh, let's go another kids coaster. No, we don't really have. Okay, and then the last one, Bobcat, a great escape. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't think I'd be saying Great Escapes getting a new roller coaster in the time I've been doing this podcast, but they are. They took out yep. their, um, uh, oh my gosh, why can't what's the name of that coaster? Oh my, uh, Alpine Bobsled. The Alpine Bobsled. They took that out. You got their last ride on it. It barely operated. I mean, so 
is it really being missed? I I do like the bobsled coasters though. Um, Bobcat, this is a gravity group Woody family coaster being added. Mm-hmm. I'm I've rode one gravity group family Woody, which was at Kentucky Kingdom is Kentucky Flyer. I okay. wasn't really impressed with it. the The restraints for gravity group I just don't like. Um, with okay. the like the bar the the, the big, oh yeah the one that goes off to the side yeah the big wraparound bar um I don't know what do you, what do you think about it? I mean I think this is good for great great escape but if this was at any other park I wouldn't be impressed mm-hmm. um so I think I think it's a great addition for the park because yeah. comets like comets like that higher tier wooden coaster at the park that's not really like a family ride it's more of like that <clears throat> extreme wooden yeah. coaster so this is gonna be like a nice addition for like family coaster. Um, in terms of it, I mean, I can't say what my main thoughts on it will be because the only gravity group I've ridden is just one that ran with like the PTC train. Oh, okay. It didn't have yeah. the, it didn't have the gravity group, uh, timber liners on there. So I think okay. it'll be, I think it'll be fun, but I can't say whether, um, I'm going to like it or not because I can't compare it to anything. So, yeah, that's, I don't know. I, I, th- I think it's great for them. I think it's great for the great escape enthusiast. Um, mm-hmm. just to have something else to ride there because it's not a huge lineup. I mean, this isn't a big park either. Yeah, no. Um, it's, I mean, it's one of the smaller Six Flags parks, but hey, I'm glad that they're adding it. Um, let's go to another Six Flags park. So, Flash Vertical or <laughs> Flash Vert, is it Flash Vertical Velocity <laughs> again? It's, 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 it's Flash Vertical Velocity. Yep. <laughs> I forgot it's the same name as the other one. Um, anyways, Flash Vertical Velocity at Great Adventure is a package deal for their 50th anniversary. Uh, they're redoing their safari. They're redoing their log ride. Um, they're adding like on-site hotels slash glamping. Uh, and then they got Flash Vertical Velocity. Um, uh, what do you, what's your initial, what was like when they announced this, what was your initial thoughts? Um, so I think it's a, it's a really nice addition. I think it's going to be like the first next gen Vacoma, like thrill coaster that's going to open up. Um, I think the elements look really nice. The launches look really good. I think it's probably gonna have some good airtime and I bet it's going to be pretty intense as well. I think the main, the main thing I had against it was just its capacity is going to be really bad. Um, cause it's only going to run one train and it can fit like 20 to 24 people in it and they're not using a turntable at all. So that line, especially on opening day, I bet it's oh, going to be yeah. really long. So that's the big downgrade I think I have with that ride. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. And then this area, you have yeah, you have the indoor park in New Jersey, which is 45 minutes away. Then you have Dorney mm-hmm. Park, which is an hour, 20 minutes away from this. But yeah, opening day, I mean, the whole opening week for this ride, it's just going to be bonkers. Yeah. Um, I just really wish they would have added the turntable because that would have helped just slightly more. Uh, but I, you know, I watched El Toro Ryan's video on this and yeah, the capacity peak is going to be barely anything, but that's peak. Like everyone, everything's running fully good. Everything's operating. They're going the fastest speed, but you know, you got to train the people on this ride. You know, you're not, you, you ride, you operate. Yeah. You got to train people and it's going to be slow at first. So, so, I mean, I'm excited for the great adventure to get this edition. The elements look great. The launches look great. Uh, I think the elements are going to hit really well in this mm-hmm. ride. Uh, if they, if they're up the speed of which I've seen on the other videos from, I think the China or Japanese one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for them. And then the whole experience next year for their 50th anniversary, they're going back to their roots. Uh, they're redoing a lot of the log ride stuff, the safari they're bringing back. Um, nice. So really great additions for great adventure. Um, and it's just part of this new merger and 
I'm interested to see what they do with this merger. I just watched a video. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what YouTuber it was. Pretty small YouTuber saying like the merger's not going to affect anything. And like he was going on and on about how this like merger's mm-hmm. not going to do anything. I was like, okay, listen, I understand making videos to get clicks. I get it. Yeah. But like this merger, once it goes through in quarter two of 2024 or this quarter, yeah. quarter one, one, we're going to get a whole new pass experience. We might get a whole new app. We might just get an app of all the parks in one. I don't know. We're going to have additions. There's still going to be competition. Like there's going to be so much change that I just don't know how you say that there's not going to be anything different in these parks. Yeah. Like we're going to one, we're going to have probably have, like I said, one ginormous pass together. Um, mm-hmm. The memberships in the parks, uh, how they run, how they operate, how they give the money to each parks. Like, yeah, it's just going to be a, I don't know. I just think it was for clicks, like I said, but there's going to be a lot of change with this merger. Um, I'm interested to see. And then he's like, well, yeah, like none of the parks are going to shut down. I'm like, but I mean, now we have an opportunity. Like you guys, you know, at at your park, you, you guys might now realistically get a good amount, if not two of the coasters from great America. Yeah. We might get railblazer, which is what I'm hoping. So, because before this, I was like, okay, I don't think they're going to ship a ride over to Six Flags because they're they're the rivals. But now you guys are, you know, if this if the merger is fully done and they sign the deal, blah blah blah. I mean, you guys could get Railblazer, which that'd be a great addition to your park. Oh yeah, and you wouldn't be complaining about that. So I wouldn't complain, and you would love to operate that ride if I if I have the opportunity to. Oh, yeah, heck, I would. Um, but yeah, great adventure. Like I said, this is good addition, low capacity, but good addition. Um. Staying around the same area, Iron Menace at Dorney Park, which I didn't think Dorney Park would announce a dive coaster. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to announce something smaller because there was a lot of rumors of like a Woody. Um, yeah, the, Woody. Uh, yeah, the, it, um, was the one with Switchback, I think, at uh, ZDT's. I think that's what was planned to go to Dorney. Yeah, I mean, like I remember back in when I was an enthusiast back in like 2015, 2016, hearing rumors of a woody coming to this park and now it's it's crazy like all these parks are getting like i look i was like wow when i was a th- an enthusiast back in 2013 14 15 mm-hmm. compared to now how much these parks have changed it's crazy uh this dive coaster not your typical dive this is your shorter lift you know this is what i think beyond vertical drop it is yeah like 95 degree drop which yeah. is going to really throw you out to see really great uh you know uh, airtime right there um no uh no break run so this is going to run through people are saying it's going to be a little bit repetitive but i i think the elements stand out above their own i think they're all going to be different in their own respects but it's going to be the typical dive experience yeah um i mean you rode so you rode val raven that's your only dive right yeah it's my only dive so yeah it's definitely not going to be on the scale of this but i think if If it's running good, if I mean, it, obviously that drop's gonna get you some speed. Um, going through like um, the corkscrew, the w- tilted loop, which they said it's never been done before. Yes, it's Riddler's Riddler's Revenge and Green Lantern have it. So yeah, and, and, and Ruguru too. And Ruguru's. Yeah, I was thinking of Mantis. I said Mantis, but yeah, mm-hmm. Ruguru has it. So it's like it's been done before, but I think they're saying on a dive coaster hasn't done that. okay um i'm excited for dorney i know a lot of dorney people that are like really excited for this and i know some dorney people that are really bummed but hey you guys are getting a new bnm dive coaster so it's gonna be at the park for a while because bnms are really reliable yep um 
let's talk about let's talk about Dakota Land. Oh. We talked about. I think me and you and Owen had conversations about this last year. We probably did. Yeah. And I don't remember who we talked to about it, but okay. So we got Circuit Breaker is the new gen Vacoma tilt coaster, and then we got Palindrome. Which what what is, is Palindrome? A Palindrome is like a Gershauer yeah. Shuttle Infinity one. Uh, like I think that's that model. Yeah, I was like. Um, so let's talk about Circuit Breaker first. If this ride opens in 2024, I'm gonna say if big if I know that there's track on site, but it doesn't guarantee it's gonna open this year. Um, yeah. Circuit Breaker, I think out of everything on this list, minus Top Thrill 2, which we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. um, I think Circuit Breaker could be the most exciting coaster that's opened up this year. I don't know for your opinion, but I think this is really great to see it come to America, yeah. Um, so Circuit Breaker, if everybody doesn't know, it's a tilt coaster, very gimmicky coaster. But yes, I think I've said dive coasters are gimmicky because the GP is like, oh my gosh, I'm hanging over the side. You know, cool. This is a GP magnet. But at the same time, I think these elements, because you're going to pick up some probably 60 mile per hour speeds, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. on this ride, 70 maybe. I, I think these elements, these inversions could hit really well in this ride. Yeah. Um. But and then the color scheme also this black and red door. I mean, we already have Wildcats Revenge, but man, the Circuit Breakers, whoo, it'll be yeah. it'll, it'll look pretty. Um, what do you think about Circuit Breaker? Yeah, so I'm super excited to see a tilt coaster because I've seen like so many videos on Instagram or TikTok are like, Would you ride this for 30 million dollars? Yeah, yeah, and it's the one of uh Gravity Max, and I'm like, uh, seeing that come to the US, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a huge gp magnet for sure but i think watching like the animated pov from it i'm really excited for like how this ride's going to be running like the inversions look really good i've heard from the park that says it has good airtime, so i bet that it's going to be pretty good in that sense so i definitely think that it has a chance to be one of the best coasters in texas and maybe it might be the sleep sleeper hit of the year i don't know yeah i think it's okay well i'll say this for america it's going to be the sleeper hit of the year because yep. uh, Hyperion and Voltron are definitely going to blow everything out of the water compared oh, yeah. to everything. Uh, we'll talk about them later. But then we got Palindrome, which is the Gerslauer Infinity shuttle thing. coaster. Yeah. yeah. Long name like Hagrid's. Uh, this thing, which we talked about, I think, actually, no. Owen and I talked about this probably in the first five episodes of season one which is wow 2022 uh, when they announced this palindrome so it's gonna go it's very gimmicky as well it's gonna go over the raceway slash highway mm-hmm. um and you're gonna go back to the layout again because i guess the word palindrome is used for like i i i guess it's i mm-hmm. i don't know some type of i'm not a language person so anyway it's like a word that yeah. you can say backwards and forwards yeah, yeah like like pop or yeah or any yeah or like hannah yeah so i think this is really interesting um i think these are these additions for coda land in particular are perfect because people are going to come watch these races there these you know just random you know dudes coming to watch these races they're gonna bring their families and then you got one this gp magnet and look you're looking over you're like wow this thing's uh, is it going to fall off the track? And then you got palindrome over here with the revert, you know, the spike going through the layout twice mm-hmm. over the highway. You're going to drive into the park and you're going to see this. The first thing you see, yep. um, perfect advertising. This is advertising built into the coaster. Like aside from making videos and posts about it. I mean, you're going to, I mean, P- 
people are going to just go by, take a video of this, post it on Instagram, like you said, or would you ride this or send it to their friends? I think this is perfect advertising for them. And Texas, yep. Texas is such a growing place right now. Like it is crazy how many people are moving to Texas. Uh-huh. Um, and not to mention Universal is coming to Texas. Oh, they're building well. their so, park too. Yeah. I'm interested to see. I'm I know that Universal's is gonna be like the, the kids park. It's gonna be Universal Kids. Um, but also I will definitely still visit the park. I think it's gonna be great. Uh I, it's not gonna be till like 2030 when it opens, but hey, and then we got Epic Universe, which I said last episode, if you guys listen to that. Um, as of right now, I didn't even post it yet, but um I said it's crazy to say that we can say in 2024 that Epic Universe opens next year. <laughs> my gosh, yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Uh, as soon as those tickets go on sale, I am day one. I'm buying them. There you go. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for Coda Land. Just Coda Land, open up these rides, okay? Um, <laughs> yep. Let's go to Indiana Beach, a little bit south of me. Triple Loop. All is it? Is it all American Triple Loop? Or is it just? Triple I think it's, loop? it's all American Triple Loop, but I think most people are just going to call it Triple yeah. Loop. I've like heard everybody refer to just Triple Loop. I've in minus the park. Um, mm-hmm. Who is the manufacturer of this ride? I told is bugging my mind. I couldn't remember. So I think this this actually originally used to operate in uh, Mexico, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I forgot I forgot what the original name of it was, and then. It had an accident on there, so then they then moved it to here. I think it's a Schwarzkopf. Is yeah, what? Yep. Yeah, okay. It that's, is. Yeah. Yep. Schwarzkopf. Uh, I'm. I think the biggest thing, like, there's pros and cons to every ride coming to these parks. The biggest con about this coming to Indiana Beach is they have terrible operations. Um, and mm-hmm. I've never been there. I can't say for sure. Like, they're the worst operations, but also everybody I've talked to said they've been to Indiana Beach and like half the rides are open. Like last year with Magic Mountain, half the rides are open the entire year. Yeah. Um. So I'm. This is a good addition. It's also very photogenic. You got the triple loop there with the colors in it. It's gonna be very photogenic. Yeah. Um, but uh, they just need to narrow. They just need to get these operations going because last mm-hmm. year was I heard was just an absolute like, crazy show trying to get these rides open. And like I said, half of them weren't open. Um. But I'm gonna try to get down to Indiana Beach this year. I'm not too far away from it. Um, mm-hmm. let's go to also another, I think between this and then the next one we're going to talk about also could be sleeper hits of the year, but it's also very popular fire in the hole 2.0. Yeah. city. This B and M is reinventing fire in the holes, indoor roller coaster at R- or RMC RMC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So arm. Yeah. RMC is recreating this. So they obviously weren't the, they weren't even a company back when this ride first came out. Um, yeah. but firing the whole 2.0 is being manufactured by RMC. It's going to be an indoor family coaster paying homage to fire in the hole. Um, I never rode fire in the hole and I honestly never seen the video of fire in the holes POV. So have you, I have not. Yeah. I, so I don't, I think this is going to be great because it's like four stories tall. This, this, this facade they're building. For oh fire yeah. In the hole. I think, the final cost is like $25 million for this that's, ride. That's crazy. Which a family, I get it. There, there, there's going to be a lot of theming. There's going to be a splashdown at the end. This is the first splashdown for RMC. Mm-hmm. Silver Dollar City's really throwing the, the bank at this one. And the locals there are buzzing. I mean, every person I've talked to, interview, anything, they're all just saying like, oh, we can't wait for Fire in the Hole 2.0. We can't fire. Like, it, it was a fan favorite. So... What do you think about Fire in the Hole 2.0? I 
I think it's going to be really nice that RMC is like they're rechanging it. They're like making yeah. it more modern. They're like um, they're keeping it an old classic. I mean, I haven't I haven't been on the original, so I have yeah. no idea what the actual original ride experience is like. But I think RMC is going to do a really good job with it. Yeah, I think if you add, I mean, some cool elements in there, it's going to be themed to the fire, you know, firefighting and you know, putting out fires and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I'm excited for Silver Dollar City, but I I, I just think this park is. We were talking, I was talking about like somebody with just at work, but how like theme parks grow because they're like, Oh, what do you, you know? What's your hobbies? I'm like, Oh, I run a theme park podcast. So, like, oh, so we're talking about how parks grow and Silver Dollar City is interesting because like mm-hmm. it's growing at a big, great, rapid tr- like growth, but it's also growing like very organically. Like every person I've talked to, I've never heard bad word of mouth about this park. Like everybody loves this park, no bad comments, like best, you know, yep. great holiday events. Like I'm, I'm happy for Silver Dollar City. So I think this is going to go over very well. It's going to get people coming to the parks, but most, I think this is more for the locals than it is for the enthusiasts. Um, yeah. So, because they got a very core people there. It's, it's, it's a hard park to get to. It's in the middle of Missouri, which Branson, Missouri is in middle of nowhere. So um, I don't even know how far. It's like 11 uh, hours away from me. So it's got to okay. be like probably 15 hours away from you. I'm, yeah. I, 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 if I can think, I'd have it. to imagine somewhere on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go to Mattel Adventure Park. I'm excited for these. These ones mm. are, I think, are my sleeper hits of the year. I think I'm voting for these actually. These right. are going to be very accessible in Arizona, and they're probably going to open. So we got Hot Wheels, Bone Shaker. Who's? So what's the what's the gist with this one? So Bone Shaker, I think, uh, is a it's it's made by Chance Rides. Yeah. Uh, you know Pepsi Orange Streak at the Mall of America. Yes. It's gonna be basically that. Okay. I mean, I that I'm I'm I remember seeing the thing that I'm really most excited for is actually the trains for this roller coaster. Yeah, those trains uh, look really nice. The trains look so sick. It looks like a classic Hot Wheels car. Mm-hmm. Um, like it just reminds me of my childhood. I'm excited for this. Um, and then Twin Mill Racer. Um, I honestly haven't heard a lot about Twin Mill Racer. But so I think I, I think I might know a little bit about it. so uh yeah. Twilmo Racer is a chance hyper GTX, so you know lightning run at Kentucky Kingdom. Yeah, that, okay, that I it was... is yeah. So that's what that is, except this isn't gonna be really airtime focused. Uh I think they said they're gonna have inversions in there. Okay. Um there's gonna be a launch on there as well. So um this layout's gonna be a lot more like unique than okay. compared to lightning run, so it should be a pretty good ride as well. Yeah, I that, I was I was trying to think of I'm like okay then it, it all clicked in my head I was like oh this is a Chance Hyper GTX I um I we did ride it last year Owen and I uh, we rode Lightning Run last year we did liked it it was the best ride in the park obviously mm-hmm. everybody knows my opinion about Storm Chaser um <laughs> anyways I'm excited because ch- these Chance Hyper I I. I like having rides that are very rare. Like, you know, you, you there's only one voyage in the world. There's only one lightning run in the world. You know, yeah. I like having these rare models, but also I want to see so many more chance hypers at these parks. Like I, these, these rides are so fun. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for them. Th- this is in Arizona, so it's going to be very accessible for everybody. This is indoors, right? Is this park indoors? Uh, Yeah, it's indoors, but I think some parts of the coaster. So I think the bone shaker one is, it probably inside and i think uh twin mill racers will go outside okay i'm excited for that because it's then this right can i mean arizona is gonna be hot all, all the year but i think it's yeah. it's uh the conditions of it um 
And then what else are we, we oh we forgot about the most important enthusiasts forget but top throw two. <laughs> um okay, so top throw two. I this is my former home park at Cedar Point. Uh what do you think? You went to Cedar Point for the first time last yep. year. What's your opinions? We've talked about this a lot because you've been on the yeah. podcast with us. So what's your opinions on Top Thrill 2? So I I got to see Top Thrill 2 like start construction a little bit before like the spike went up. They started yep. the station, they started repainting it. Um, so I've seen it with like its original color scheme, but looking at like the animated POV, then seeing it actually test in December and stuff like that, I'm pretty excited for it. Um, I think the launches are going to be really good, especially that backwards one going up the spike. Yeah. I think it's going to be a great sensation. Um, and then like the launch going up into the, the top hat is going to be really good. Um, I think capacity should be okay, but I, I do think that line is going to be like really, really long on opening yeah. week, kind of like flash. Mm. I think that this ride might have some issues, especially if it goes down a lot because it's a, it's a newer ride from Zamperla. We don't know yeah. how reliable this ride's going to be. So that's true. Uh, yeah, I'm. We've talked about this a million times on the podcast. I'm most interested for that backwards hundred mile per hour launch because there's. I can't think of a coaster. I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe minus Superman, though. But that's really like a gimmicky one. Uh, Magic Mountain, am I thinking that? But there's yeah. no other coaster that has a hundred mile per hour backwards launch. Yeah. No. Is Superman backwards or forwards? So it goes it goes both forwards and backwards. Oh, um, yeah. I haven't ridden it going forwards. If it's open next month, I might try to see if I can get on it backwards. But okay. going forwards, yeah. yeah. We'll definitely need a trip report from Matt, your Magic Mountain next Heck month. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. But yeah, Top Thrill 2, it's obviously the most hype for the entire year, I think, um, over for all the American enthusiasts because Hyperion and Voltron, we're going to talk about those in a second are just going to be like crazy great for, um, you know, across the pond because I'm not trying to hate on it, but yes, our audience is mainly American. So yes, we're talking about mainly American coasters coming next year, but we do have a good share of, uh, you know, European listeners. So we're talking love about you, Ollie. Yes. Love you, Ollie. And, and my boys over in Australia. So yeah. <laughs> shout out to Shane and Riley. So, and then, you know, and uh, actually, you know, speaking about Australia, airtime, Chris, our good friend of the podcast is he did go to the other side of the world. He is on the upside down part. He did get to hang out with Riley. He did. I was he like did. spot. I like the video spot, the coaster enthusiast. And it was yep. him recording everything. Um, but yeah, top thrill too. It's going to be the best of the year. Probably for a lot of people. Um, a lot of people are saying it's going to be a little bit overhyped, but I just think it depends on how reliable this is, and we'll see. <laughs> I don't know what yep. else to say about this because Top Thrill 2, I mean, it's just a rehash of it with the, you know. But I think this coaster, I really thought it was going to make the skyline look bad, but this that spike looks really good, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm excited for the, uh, you know, some new merch. The only complaint I have with Top Thrill 2 is, like, the whole Top Thrill 2 logo, I think kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't like the logo either. I'm not going to buy any merch with like Top Thrill Two on it. Maybe like a maybe like a pin or something, or maybe if mm -hmm. ooh, if Made to Thrill makes a good poster. If there's for a it good artwork for it, oh, yeah, that'd be sick. I yeah. think Made to Thrill can make some really good stuff with it. But we'll see. Um, getting into our last two major editions for next year, because yes, we've missed some probably, but hey, it's okay. So we have Hyperia and Voltron. So Hyperia is the mock uh, hyper, right? Mm -hmm. This is a hyper. Yeah, mock hyper. Yeah, coming to Thor Park. Thor Park. 
Yeah. Uh, this th- this is probably gonna be the best new attraction for 2024. Probably, I mean, yeah. the Hyperion. This coaster is a twister with a regular hypermodel. With I, this is everything combined in the one. I mean, th- this is like I said. This probably will be the best new roller coaster 2024. It won't get voted on it for the Golden Ticket Awards because they don't do any foreign coasters. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about Hyperia? Yeah, so I've I've seen a lot for the layout. The layout looks really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's the UK's tallest roller coaster. It's gonna be taller than the big one, which is crazy because yeah, I mean, like it's like over it's like 220, 230 feet tall. Yeah, it's like very very high. I definitely think that it's like the perfect addition for the park. Um, oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great ride um i think the inversions just look really good they also like i've seen a lot of uh people post on instagram about it like there's a specific like element i've heard a lot of hype over like a specific element that like going out of it you'll get some crazy airtime so i'm very very curious to see what um people's thoughts in this are because i definitely think this probably could be the best new attraction of 2024 yeah no doubt yeah, I think I think last year it's safe to say that either Batman or Tatias was probably the best new attraction for last year. I yeah. would say, in my own opinion, I, you know, like Wildcats Revenge and Air Force One were definitely tied for first place in America. But um, I think, yeah, these these foreign parks, I'd say foreign for us, uh, get some great stuff coming to these parks, and also these parks are, do theming a lot better than we do. Um, yeah. And then Voltron. I honestly have not heard a lot about Voltron, so mm-hmm. you're going to fill me in on what Voltron is. Yeah, so um, I'm also trying to remember what it is. So I think it's a mock striker coaster, I think is what Voltron is. So uh, another mock, I think um, the park just has a lot of mock coasters. Yeah. I think it's, I think mock rides either like semi runs the park or is like okay. affiliated with the park a little bit. Uh, but yeah, Voltron is, yeah, mock striker coaster. Uh, over 4,500 feet of track, which is okay. means it's gonna be a long, yeah. long coaster. Yeah. Um, seven inversions, 100 feet tall, Ooh. 56 miles an hour. Like the elements just look really nice on this um, launch coaster. So yeah, I think it's gonna be a great addition for the park. I definitely think there's a good chance it'll probably be the best coaster at Europa Park. Yeah, I, I I think so. Um, I don't know the full ride line of a Europa, but I know that this is probably going to be either for the, for the people that that's their home park. This is going to be one, two or three. Yeah. I mean, safe to say. And then um, really quick, I wanted to mention before we're done uh, nemesis reborn is testing. Yep. Um, so that looked, I mean, obviously it's the same coaster. They just, you know, you know, just made it a little bit better in theming you know, yeah. new track and, you know, in, th- you know, in trains and stuff. But honestly, I'm really excited for the people that, um, you know, this is, that's a throat, right? Uh no, that's not all in towers. All in towers. My bad. My bad. That's all in yeah. towers. I'm really excited for that because I know a few people listen to the podcast. That's their home park, um, and it's gr- always great to have another coaster operating at the park because it was definitely a big hit to the park not having it open. Yeah. Um, and the interesting thing about like they have a lot of height requirements at these parks, like height restrictions, like you guys do in California. Yeah. And yeah. the the way that they engineer these coasters to get under that height requirement like this is going through trenches and all these things like it, yeah it's very creative like, like they can't build above the tree line i'm pretty sure so they have to like be creative with their layouts yeah that's so it's it's like these parks don't have a skyline but then once you get in there you just realize how like 
how masterfully engineered these coasters are with their layout. Yeah. Um, so I definitely give credit to those coaster manufacturers and obviously the design teams. Um, I think that's it for the additions. We we didn't forget any, right? Um, I mean, it hasn't. I haven't seen any updates on it. Like, yeah. there's no name for it yet. But the Ultra Surf at over Georgia. Oh yeah, Ultra Surf. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And they also have the ki- the kids flash coasters that haven't opened up yet. <laughs> they have. They have opened. Uh, Georgia. Uh, Georgia's and oh, I th- uh, Fiesta's did, yeah. Maybe I was like, okay, because I know the last time I heard about Georgia's, like they were, they somebody went there, they weren't even on the track, so I, they're just now opening. But yep. um, I think those kids' flash coasters, which I thought they were going to sell a lot of them, I hope they sell more because I've heard one, they're really smooth, and two, the lighting packages are just crazy good. Yeah, it looks really nice. Yeah. Um, these these you know the tr- the light the lights that run down the track and. I think more parks need these, and you yeah. know, I don't, I don't think like a Cedar Point or Kings Island or like Carowinds needs these, but like, yeah, these Six Flags parks and need them. And I think, um, who am I thinking of? Uh, oh my gosh, I think this is a weird take. I think Kennywood would be- benefit from having one of these. I, could I don't see know. it. Yeah, Kennywood likes their classics, and they keep reinventing their classics, but also like. There's no coasters there ha- that have any lighting packages on them or anything that has a lighting package minus yeah. their their new like flat ride. So I think mm-hmm. Kennywood would be good. Or maybe even Kentucky Kingdom. I don't know. Something to replace that old hunk of junk in the back of the water park um, that was not operating anymore. Um, uh, TV, over yeah. overall this year, let's, I'm gonna give a ranking one to ten. I think this year's like I'm gonna give it a seven, maybe six and a half out of ten for all. Yeah, the- that's fair. Yeah. For the foreign parks, I'll give them a nine because I don't know any other <laughs> I don't know any other rides coming because I don't really keep up on those. But like I th- I give them a nine with Hyperion just is gonna blow everything out of the water. Yeah. So, what what do you give the America parks? Um, I think for America, yeah, I'd probably be on the same level as you around like a seven. I think the additions are good. It's just missing that like one standout attraction that like is getting like a lot of hype from everybody. Like everyone's really excited for. Uh, but for the foreign parks, I definitely give it like I definitely say like nine to maybe nine point yeah. five. I think those coasters are just carrying this year so far. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because like last year, everybody was like, "Okay, Wildcats Revenge," you know, like "Okay, Air Force One's opening up." Okay, that mm-hmm. that's the best rides of the year. We we know this since Tyus and you know Batman and everything. But this year, it's kind of just like, okay, yeah, these parks are adding stuff. These this park was going to open up this last year, and we got to come. And then the last one that I forgot to mention that's not a coaster. But the launched log flume coming to SeaWorld San Diego. Oh, Catapult Falls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that SeaWorld San Antonio or San Diego? It's San Antonio, yeah. San Antonio. Oh, my gosh. I, I want this ride to open so bad. I love log flumes. Like I'm log- I'm interested in it. It looks cool. I just wish they'd open it. That Yeah. I think there's just too much complexity with it. They needed more than a year to build this. It's, yeah. it's too complex. And this is going to be an operating nightmare. I, I think it is. Yeah. You mix water with launching mechanisms with a log ride. Yeah, I that just doesn't spell out good news. I know that I they know more manufacturing than I do, but still, this doesn't. I don't think it's going to be operating like in terms of like 100 percent all the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's all I got for this episode. Thank you, Jackson, for coming on. Uh, do you got anything else for the parks? Any any final thoughts? Um. Not really. Yeah, and you guys you got nothing coming to California. I mean, and Fast I, and Furious, but I don't know when that's opening. That, yeah, that's, that might be at the end of the year. I mean, 
I don't think so. I think it's gonna be like maybe I think I'm I'm, I'm gonna give like February of 2025. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the next year, we have so much to talk about with Epic Universe. But <laughs> oh, and then the um, oh, and then the Snoopy's Reddit knots. I forgot about that. The Zamperla. Oh yeah, that, that was a late edition. Yeah, Snoopy. That's another. You don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Kids right. <laughs> Anyways, like well, that thank you for coming on. And this is our attractions preview for 2024. We try to keep it short and simple for you guys. We don't need to go two hours into this talking about this because this year's not that really that big. Um, I think it's gonna be a great year for parks though. Um. Mm-hmm. 2025 i don't know how good it's going to be because the only thing we know about is that family wing or that wing coaster coming to king's dominion so yeah um anyways i'm austin from park hoppers radio and i'm out i'm jackson and i'm out